weekend at Berkman's. Show about everything and nothing. I'm here with the old man, Mark Snyder. Howdy, howdy. And the bourbon hunter, Stephen Haddix. Hello, folks. Hey there, welcome everyone in. It's uh, it's it's officially winter. Uh, we had a uh, we had a nice a nice stiff wind. One of those North Texas uh, gale type winds come through on Saturday, and it was it was whatever you want to call it, freshening, biting, whatever else was one to them. I'm sure you know you boys are are from up this way. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. It's that wind mm-hmm. where. Like a 10, takes about 10 degrees off the ambient for is about mid 40s for about a oh, yeah. mid 30s wind chill. And um, yeah, I got a, I, you know, we got a wild hair up here. So, Mark, I think you kind of inspired the uh, our household here hmm. um, with the uh, forget about wait until Thanksgiving to do decorating. Oh, that's Stephen uh, for, the, for the millions of viewers, Stephen showing us his tree. Um, but, you know, forget about waiting until Thanksgiving. I say once Halloween's over, go ahead, start celebrating this. It's the best time of year. Extend mm-hmm. it to two months. Absolutely. You know, is planes, trains, and automobiles really Thanksgiving or, you know, like mm-hmm. all these things just start mm-hmm. to blend together. So uh, we got a wild hair and went ahead and got out the, uh, yes. the decorations on Sunday. Um, that was quite lovely. So now I've got uh, a couple of trees. Um lit up outside a couple of trees nice. inside lit up in the evenings and it you know with the the daylight savings time sham and it mm-hmm. uh, basically being pitch black by about six mm-hmm. um it's quite nice having the the trees inside and i i tell you something about this week i think it's kind of around in the corner into thanksgiving mm-hmm. and you know just the the freshening wind and the the lack of sunlight like i've really enjoyed coming home and just uh just enjoying the trees. So, um, I do well, have a couple welcome. of, well, yeah, you're yeah. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for, no. thanks for pioneering trailblazing mm-hmm. there. But you yeah. know that the Snyder household has so many Christmas ornaments. You guys pretty much got to start a Halloween anyway. Otherwise, you know, correct. Christmas be over by the time you get everything out. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> yeah. We, we did the uh, count the other day. We, uh, I think we have like nine trees in the house with ornaments. Whoa. It's not, it's not, okay. it's, not a, it's not a small number and uh, it's a sickness that mm-hmm. my wife has and we, you know, we're working through it, but you know, it is I hope it you're is. up to date on your hazard on your, on your home insurance with that. Yeah. 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 No, we did. Yeah. We had to up it this year cause we added a tree. Uh, also talked to the power company just to make sure if they have to go to auxiliary nuclear, you know, nuclear, uh, just, mm. you know, it's okay. It's us, you know, it's, that's I mean, a lot of sap. Literally. Yeah. It's a lot of sap. It's Chevy a Chase. A lot of sap. Anyway. So while, I'm glad I mean, you while we're talking, yeah, while we're talking about, you know, the, the most wonderful time of year. So what, what is your favorite, we talk about the big man, not Steven, but Santa Claus. Like oh. what, what is your fa- the favorite name when you think about Santa Claus? Like what, do you guys have a, a favorite name that you like to refer to him as in your family? I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Mark first, just because I feel like with the kids, probably some sort of name other than Santa Claus that you enjoy? Uh, you know, before, before, and again, I got to be careful because some of our you know listeners might still, you know, uh, understand that there's, there is a Santa Claus. Um, but before, hmm. before my kids might've seen mommy kissing Santa Claus, so to speak, uh, 
it was there was it was always it was always Santa Claus. I don't think we have any special name now that they're older. Uh, we, my wife and I, still you know know that there's a Santa Claus, and so we talk like it's it's he's he's real. And the kids mm. just give us this hardest time. And we're like, no, we don't know what you're talking about. We didn't buy that stuff. And, um, so I don't know. It's always Santa Claus, but we keep the ruse. Uh, sorry, we keep the the ruse going. Uh, and it's quite funny sometimes. Um, we always find a way for somebody, not my mom or my dad or my brothers, to get them something that, you know, not fr from us, if that makes any sense. Like, so they're like, wait, wait, how did you get this? to my brother's house on Christmas without my, my brother's like, I didn't do it. Um, so anyway, we, we, we do keep a little bit of the, the mystique and the magic going. Uh, it takes a little extra effort now that they're getting older. Um, anyway, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Santa Claus is real, but it is definitely uh, fun around here to, to keep up the, the magic. So they, they haven't found out through friends or. Oh, no, 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 no. Social no, media. No, no, Wait, they what? Know. They know. But my wife and I don't act like that. I don't know. How do I describe? How do I say this? I gotta. I gotta work on this. They know. We know they know, but we don't act like we're Santa Claus. They we're, know. They know. Huh. Yeah, we're, we're like. But so it's I kind, so it's kind of fun. Yeah. I actually think that they're playing you because that means they get better gifts. So nah. I actually think that you're I mean, getting don't, played. Don't get me wrong. Santa Claus gets them like gum. So don't worry. I mean, or we're not Nottingham, we're not, Jersey. Yeah, or Nottingham hmm. Forest. Jersey. Okay. Yeah. It's fun. We have a great time with it. Uh, we we we're big on the opening presents in the run up to to Christmas. So that that's kind oh, of oh, a little Hanukkah we, style. Yeah. yeah, very Hanukkah. You know, uh, New Testament um, Christmas kind of thing. Well, that was a big nothing burger on the name, though. Well, um, I mean, it's Santa Claus. Like, what else? No, like, come on, Stephen. Chris Kringle. Any... Like, what do you what do you what do you mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna have to go with Mark. Santa, Santa Claus, but I mean, oh yeah. if gosh. I was gonna get, if I was gonna get real, like old school, little little old Saint Nick or something <laughs> there like you that. There you go. I mean that that, but again, it's not something but we don't I, use that. I use. I mean, I say it in yeah. like a joking fashion, like maybe once a season, but it's Santa. Okay. Well, what do my, you use, Mike? My yeah, favorite is at? Chris Kringle, but mm. by far that's that's the best. I also would have accepted Father Christmas. Papa Noel, <laughs> ho, ho. That's, that's what about from obviously, Jolly, obviously from jolly old Saint oh Nick, okay, uh, Babushka, Belshnickel, uh, here we go, Chris Kindle, Tapa Gijo, and of course Tim Allen um, from the yeah, Santa I Claus. Say, so I, I think you're just quoting the the, the Christmas Chronicles and or Santa Claus one two three four four. No, oh, gosh, yes, this yeah, is I, great. Huh. I mean, since okay. Kringle. Since you struck out there, Mark, what is is my favorite things? <laughs> my favorite things is that considered a Christmas song? These are a few of my favorite things. Yeah, yes, okay. of course. Well, I don't, I don't really think it is, but for some reason, it's been conflated with. I know it has modern day uh, marketing. It's um, kind of like Mariah Carey. You know, that's one of the most popular songs, Christmas ever. But I, yeah, bleh. I'm an I'm an old yeah. school, you know. Uh, Christmas song guy. I love it. It's already okay. on the radio. It's my radio. Oh, yeah. To it. Oh, yeah. We're listening to it. It's great. Hmm. 
Yeah. I'm looking forward to all the, the happy Honda days and the, uh, you know, the buy, buy your loved one, Alexis or Mercedes commercials. Yeah. Those are, those are my favorite. Oh yeah. The big, oh, uh, the man. red, red bow event at Lexus. Oh yeah. Yeah. Surprise them with the brand new Lexus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause inflation isn't through the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, so Steven, I, I did want to ask you about your trip to Stillwater and uh, maybe what the the highlight and the low light of that was. So, so um, by now everyone would know um, that you're a poke, and that's like going back home. And you know we've we've talked about uh, you know you can never go home again and that kind of saying. But uh, um, and of course the the pokes did pull out a win there. So um, what was your what was your highlight and low light of going back uh, going back there? Yeah, nostalgia's real going up there. It's it's always good going back, and it's cool to see, you know, the town just change and grow, uh, but so much remain the same. Uh, you know, I, I honestly think highlight has to be just being at the game. It's been years since I've been able to go to a game on campus. Went to the Big 12 Championship game at Jerry World last year. Um, don't remind me of the outcome, but anyways <laughs> – uh, just being back on campus again, I think we have a very, very beautiful, underrated campus and being at the game, just seeing the game day experience and atmosphere. So that's fun. Um, had a great time. I, I, it makes me wish that I wasn't eight hours away and could go mm. to at least one game a season. Uh, I would really love that or more, right? I mean, in the perfect world, I'd have like season tickets and like, you know, take a take the jet into Stillwater Airport, right? you know, in uh, dreamland, right? You could be a teacher there, Stephen. I think that's okay. Um, But, you know, (laughs) well, I could have a GA do everything. I'll think about that. Uh, But anyways, I mean, that was fun. Highlights just just being back there, like experiencing all again. Uh, Low light has to be, well, first off, it was cold, right? So you noted Saturday that cold, stiff wind will mm-hmm. take about 200-plus miles north of there, and it was even colder sitting out there. Um, <laughs> colder than expected, we actually had to go by a one of the bookstores and uh, got an OSU-branded blanket for Kelly so she wouldn't, nice. wouldn't freeze. Mm. Um, so it was, it was pretty darn cold. Everybody was bundled up. People had ski jackets on and gaiters and all sorts of stuff on it to keep warm. Uh, and I guess you let a low light is just like you said, Mike, that the kind of recognizing it's not the same. I mean, I was able to see some some friends there at the game that I hadn't seen in years and ran into them. But again, you know, just you don't get that game day tailgate experience because you don't have the friends there yeah. tailgating that you used to. And <clears> it's just it's not the same. It will never be the same. But it's just great going back and just kind of basking nostalgia and. Yeah, I, I always have a great time, and and uh, yeah, just wish I'd get up there more often for for game days. Yeah, you're you're getting old when the cold starts to bother you, because when you were a, uh, you know, an undergrad in your uh, in your early twenties, that, that well, cold on game just, day just doesn't bother you. It doesn't bother you know, and again, I probably in those days had a little bit more uh, things to keep me warm inside my body, right? A little more. Uh, <laughs> Again, I'm talking liquor here, Mark. Don't get weird. <laughs> I um, didn't say anything. I, I, I don't know. That I didn't say anything. Weird. But, <laughs> but and then part of it, I think, is, you know, when you're living up there in that, you know, I remember class that would be 50 degrees and I'd be in just a uh, 
uh, pullover and shorts walking to class. Right now, like 50 degrees here, again, different with humidity, but 50 degrees here, I'm in pants and a jacket, right? I mean, it's just, it's different. I think you just kind of get acclimated differently too. But yeah, being low 40s, probably game tire at the end of the game, leaving in the 30s with, and then wind chill on top of that. I mean, it was, it was definitely cold. I'm glad I wasn't, uh, in pads out there trying to hit people, but, uh, yeah, it was fun. It's, it's, it's great to be back and it's always fun. Like even one thing that I recognize, well, we have such great fans that just a couple people sitting around me, just kind of the camaraderie. I mean, I started chatting with the guy to my left we were high fiving and kind of mm-hmm. ripping each other. The guy behind me talking to the beginning of the game, ripping how we've been playing recently. The guy mm-hmm. in front of me was cool. I mean, it's just nice that you, it's kind of like everybody knows each other there. It's not like a bunch of airheads. And I really, again, as y'all know me, I don't like being around people watching games. But that was really fun. A lot of a lot of good people up there, good-hearted yeah. people at the game. So it was, it was actually a lot of fun to to um, talk with them and we get a lot of high fives and fist bumps. Pull out the W. A little bit of action. Yeah. You know, and the voice is still struggling a bit. I, uh, again, sitting out in the cold and yelling a little bit. We needed me to be yelling and and uh, and pull out the pull out the win, like you said, Mike. Yeah. Well, I had a, I had a similar experience on Friday night. I had a chance to go to the Stars game at the American Airlines Center. Um, you know, a lot lot of similar things there. I had a had some bro sitting next to me. Um, who I didn't know. And he's like, he's like, this is incredible. This never happens. It was like, cause it's like five to four and I guess nine goals in a game is, yeah. uh, is, is pretty it's insane. And yeah. And um, so that was fun. And I, you know, did the yelling as well. I was, I was looking for some of the cool things that you were talking about on the big screen there. And um, some of the ones that I saw is, you know, they would, they would insert like the Sharts logo on you know some scene from a movie or something that where they were blowing something up like i like okay. i think it, you know they were doing like a nuclear bomb test or something and it was the sharks logo out there or something <laughs> and they and they blew it up so um that was pretty funny but uh yeah it, it's i think it's it's hard to not have fun at a hockey game right like it's yes. it's just it's cool because it's like you're inside and it's it's cold but it's not really cold and um, there's, you know, there's, you know, a good mix of like action and fights and then stops and the music and everything else. And so, um, and that's, it's a good place to watch a game. I mean, we were up a little bit in the, the stands, but it was still, um, still great seats. Um, so I, I would, uh, I definitely go back. I think that would be something that'd be really fun to have, uh, season tickets, you know, to, oh, to yeah. be able to, to go to there and see. I think they have the same number of games as NBA seasons. I think they're both at, at 82, so you get about 40 or so um, home games there, which would be nice. Um, the low light for me, obviously, was not having Rick Bonus there. Um, no longer the the coach, the stars. But uh, but don't worry, Steven. Looks like Bonus is uh, right there at the top of the, the central division. So the, uh, the Jets ahead of the stars at the moment in the division. Um, to no one's surprise with the, you know, coach with <laughs> pedigree, like bonus. Um, oh, gotcha. So I, I was like, I, I was very sad, um, that the stars lost. Um, but I was like, this is going to make for good stuff on the pod because that's going to boost bonus up in the standings and you're going to have to eat crow mm-hmm. for at least a week. So, okay. Hey, we're one, one against 
the Jets this year. So you know what? I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah. And uh, have we converted you to a Stars fan instead of like what, like a Blackhawks fan? I'm gonna guess if you. If I you wore. I wore a Taves jersey. Believe it or not. Okay. Um, oh, so you, I, what? Well, that's you wore all I had. Blackhawks jersey to a yeah. Stars game when they were playing the Sharks. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, but oh, there were lots of Ducks of jerseys, guys. lots of Ducks jerseys there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I got I got plenty of shout outs. And it's like, yeah, and like you know, one guy's like, "Hey, you from Chicago?" He's like, "Oh yeah." It's like, <laughs> love the Blackhawks. So um, they were, yeah, they were that dynasty um, back in the the early early to mid 2010s. Yep. Um, the yes, other other low light for me was Ben had two goals. In the mm. first period, and I was like, certainly we're gonna have a hat trick, and we didn't, and that would have, that would have been. So- I had a chance to go to a um, Flyers game um, back when I was living in the Northeast, and I forget who it was, but somebody had a hat trick, and that was that was pretty incredible. Seeing all that the has hats be electric. and everything thrown out there, and having to sweep it off. So, is that when an, the octopus were thrown out there too, or no? Is that no, that's Detroit. Those octopus. Okay. Yeah, no, we were, they were throwing the Phillies out. Yeah, Philly. <clears throat> Cheesesteaks okay. out on the ice. <laughs> yeah, it took them a while to get up the whiz up <laughs> off the ice for them to be skating again. The whiz. Uh, the whiz. I mean, wearing right. a Blackhawks jersey to the game, though, that's kind of like, you know, kids wearing their baseball uniform to a baseball game. It's like, I play T-ball, and here's what I – like, I don't understand why you do that. Is it to razz people, or did you – or is it, uh, you know, to show your allegiance to the sport – I don't know. I, 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 uh, just makes me wonder. That's all. Yeah. Okay. I, th- That's I think, you know, I think given maybe hockey's a bit of a niche sport, if you will, compared to some of the others that the fans. Got it. But you didn't feel threatened is my point. Mm-hmm. You didn't feel like you were oh, no. worried because you, okay, gotcha. That's yeah, good. Well, it's kind of yeah. like the guy uh, um, last year, the Big 12 title game, OSU Baylor, he was him and his whole family were decked out in Notre Dame Irish gear. Oh, come talking on. crap to Oklahoma State fans. Yes. I wasn't having it. <laughs> I was seeing red leaving the game. He was talking crap and it almost came to blows. Fisticuffs? So, really? Yeah. Oh man, gosh. It would have made me so happy. But his whole family was complete trash because even the kids were uh and then uh, cussing, cussing at me, who so. got the last complete laugh trash. on that one? Bingo. Man, Boom. would I have loved to have been sitting next to that guy. We won that game. Oh, I thought about him the whole game. We won. Complete Notre trash. Lame, Mike. Mike, we beat Notre Lame last year. One of yeah, the worst I, fan bases out there. I need to circle back. with my, Mo Pappy was born in South Bend, so he's been a Notre Dame fan his whole life. I need to circle back oh. with him because he – he was pretty, uh, pretty sour on the coach there at the beginning of the season, but they've, uh, they've they won. turned around. They turned straight, around, but also so. just FYI, they have they have like one of the worst opponent uh, record ratings. So like oh, yeah. pretty much they've been winning, but they play like nobody. So I'm happy for Notre Notre Dame to think that they're good, but like when they do play good teams, they're gonna absolutely get roundhouse. So <laughs> it'll make me happy. Okay, well. Northern Lame, Oklahoma Continues. State, Purdue, all bowl eligible. So I guess we'll find out what they're made of in the in the postseason. Oh yeah. Unreal. All right. On to uh this week in golf. Uh still in the Wait, off there's season golf? here. Okay. 
Jeez. Yep. Um, yep. So they uh, they finished out the uh, tournament there in Houston, uh, Cadence mm. Bank tournament at the Memorial. Uh, Mark and Stevens neck of the woods. Um, so I'm assuming neither one of you went out there. Did you either one of you get a chance to watch it on TV? Well, I was in Oklahoma, so I did not. I didn't go, but I did. Yes, I watched it on TV. And again, I, I kind of enjoy watching it because I played out there and get to watch uh, and see how the whole how these guys play the holes. It's a lot like how I, I would play them, <laughs> you know, if I were given two shots to their one. Um, so, yeah, no, I watch. I, I, I kind of like, <laughs> I like watching uh, these courses that I've played before. So that was fun. And I'm happy for Tony Fino. Glad, I like that guy. Yeah, I like uh, Tony. Glad he got the W. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad that Tony was able to break the seal on the tournaments because he won the mm-hmm. Puerto Rico tournament, which was the kind of like tournament killer, right? Victor finally broke the seal on winning more. Then glad Tony what won 3M last year, something like that. And then now this one. So he's kind of – And he won hot. a playoff event, right? He won a playoff event too, so. Oh, true, and playoff. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, yeah. Yeah, did he win playoff mm-hmm. event? I mm-hmm. thought he lost it, but yeah. Anyways, I'm glad. I'm glad he's won tournaments. Seems like a good yeah. dude. I agree. I feel like. I feel like though it's it's just diluted a little because it's oh, like now okay. you know so, some of these guys might start getting hot that weren't before. Maybe you know start winning majors that weren't winning before. And now with with some of the folks over to live, you know, like Pat Perez, just it feels like it's it's a little hollow. Um, compared to maybe what it used to be, but um, mm. yeah, obviously, obviously a great talent. Um, one of the things that adds a little legitimacy f- for me for Tony Finau was he was one of the better players at the uh, West Ryder Cup debacle in Europe at uh, what was it, Le Golf? Uh, the golf national yes yeah apparently yeah he he was one of the better players there while the rest of the team kind of crapped the bed so um yeah great great player will certainly be a um u.s team sport um stalwart as well um i didn't i didn't get a chance to watch much of the broadcast i was kind of hoping um to just see maybe like some aerial shots of the park or maybe some exposés on the you know, just some of the changes that they had made in the area, um, but um, didn't get a chance to. So, did Mark? Did they do anything like that in terms of highlighting the city or the area or the? No, they did. Yeah, or anything. Yeah, they did a good job. I think uh, it wasn't like they did a lot to show the city. I mean, there was talk of history okay. and and uh, the tournament and where it's been, and I think the Astros were a sponsor, and I think they highlighted some of the you know, success there. I think the Astros did quite a bit at the tournament. I, I know a number of folks that went that said it was really cool to, to, to see some of that. And a buddy of mine played a, you know, some virtual, you know, closest to the pin contest, won all kinds of Astros gear. And so, yeah, no, they did it. They did a good job. And, and on the TV, you know, uh, on golf channel, et cetera, they, they did a good job of highlighting some of that stuff. Um, yeah, no, so yeah. I thought it was good. I, again, I didn't watch a lot. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I, but I watched enough to get to see some of that stuff. And I take that back. I did look up at Tony Fino, Department of Correctioning myself. He didn't win the playoff event. You're right. He was like in the in a playoff event. Um, and I'm surprised, Stephen, you didn't talk about one of his biggest victories 
The classic. The classic. The Rocket Mortgage Classic. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Back-to-back events. The 3M, yeah, 3M over yeah. in uh, Minnesota. And then over to Detroit winning the, the classic. The classic. The classic. It's like a major. Big time. Yes. Almost. I mean, pretty much. Like the the, the sixth six major. major. No, they call so, it the, okay. the ninth major of this. <laughs> <laughs> the second largest tournament in Detroit. Um, hmm. Yeah, well, and I and Mark, I was getting ready to DOC on Brooks, Crick, Crop, Yeah, being on the the redesign there, but you you were right. So I'm surprised all the holes weren't 600 yards. But yeah, apparently, I know, I know, helped helped with the redesign there. Um, and then this week though, you know, you know, yeah, I was gonna say RSM this week. You know who the defending champ was. Nobody. Hmm. Got to be no. somebody on live. Oh, give yeah. me a minute. Mm. Okay. No, go ahead. Gooch. Perez. Ah. <laughs> Perez. Jeez. Okay. Come on. I said winner. Uh, the cooch. Anyway, okay. sorry, Mike. I cut you off. I, I just found that interesting about the RSM classic here. Where is that classic played? Well, was it? It's over in uh, Georgia. Sea Island, Georgia. Yeah, sea Island. It's oh, okay. between Savannah and uh, Hilton Head, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. No top 25 the, uh, in the official golf ranking is in the field. Um, no, no, oh, man. wow. I'm oh, shocked. No. I know. I know. Um, I know. It's on the, uh, what's it? It's on the rare Georgia coast there. I think the L3 mm-hmm. used to have a place down there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and then, of course, uh, the needle mover tiger back in the, the news so he's um he's gonna be playing at least in a couple tournaments uh-huh. coming up um do you, quick quick couple trivia here at weekend at berkman's do either one of you remember the last tournament that tiger played in uh, it was over in california right mm, oh no yeah. it was the uh the open that's right Yep. Yeah. It was the open, uh, probably his, his last one there at St. Andrews. Mm-hmm. But his last PGA tournament, so I guess if you look at <clears throat> sanctioned and who runs a minute and whatever, last PGA tournament was actually in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's been quite a while. He's going to play. So they're going to do another one of these match tournaments on December 10th. So it's going to be him and Rory. Versus uh, Jordan and Justin, uh, JT. So that's going to be uh, in order to make, I guess, <laughs> make sure Tiger can finish. It'll be a twelve-hole, uh, twelve-hole oh, wow. competition. Mm. Yeah, under the lights, under the lights at a place called Pelican Club in Bel Air, Florida. Um, oh, it's actually going to be under the lights. Yeah, I oh, th- wow. I think they did one of these before, right? Where maybe it ended, like it started in the daylight, and it it ended under the lights or hmm. something. Um, a hmm. match, or or maybe, I think that was maybe Phil and Tiger, right? Like they they their heads up match or something may have ended in the ended at night under the lights or something. But um, so that's one. Do you guys think you'll watch um that? I mean, cer- certainly, if it's a pay pay per view, probably not. But uh, no, 
It, well, it, uh, if yeah. it's on TBS or whatever, like the others have been, I mean, I, I always record it and I'll fast forward. I mean, I honestly think the best part is if like Charles Barkley is, uh, okay. is calling it. Cause again, he's just, he's a funny, goofy dude. Always says mm. random, you know, crap. But, um, well, yeah, I, I thought I, you were going to say Charles playing. So do you like having the pros <laughs> better than like all pros versus like having Brady and Peyton playing? I think so, just because, like, you're – well, I don't know. I had to think on that. I mean, it was kind of cool to see Josh Allen and Mahomes and Brady and Rodgers play, but the only thing with that is you're watching just average golfers hitting a lot of average shots. Don't remember, there were some good ones, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, there were some terrible ones, and you're just like, man, like, if I want to watch this, I'll just go out to the range myself. Mm. <laughs> to watch these guys um but uh yeah i'd rather be i'd rather be golfers and i think golfers like this will actually kind of rib each other a little bit which i think will be good so i think it'll be even better if you got like a guy hopefully barkley's calling it because i think he, he really kind of gives him a hard time which i appreciate and they give him yeah. a hard time too which is just as good yeah and then he'll um, – so he's got his tournament, the Hero World Challenge in the Bahamas. Um, maybe he'll run into SBF while he's down there. Um, that'll be in early December. And then um, he is currently committed to playing the uh, PNC father-son in mm. mid-December with mm-hmm. the uh, the Longers, the the Dailies, the Hazes. Dailies, yes. Um so him and him and Charlie, I, I, I can't really detect whether or not Charlie's going to be some sort of like amazing talent or not. But uh, from every video I've seen of his swing, like his swing looks, it, it's a mix between Tiger and Rory. And I'm oh, baby. this kid in is a lab. Going to, yeah, I'm convinced this kid is going to be legit. Have you seen the swing, guys? Uh, I'll send video. Is it, it like Schwartz? Oh, yeah. It's like Charles. Like- Almost looks like Rory. Like Charles. Oh, oh yeah, Charles. Yeah, it's, it's a mix between Rory and Tiger. Yeah. No, but if you if you wanted your kid to grow up a golfer, you just put Charles swing on repeat in their baby room. Hmm. I maybe yeah. put like Adam Scott on, but I'm not sure about Charles. Okay. Both hmm. Masters winners, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. And then, uh, believe it or not, Tiger. Uh, uh, I think this was according to Rory. It may be cemented now. According. To Rory Tiger was the uh, the PIP winner, um, which is not what we think it means. I think that's actually oh. the. Uh, I started to sweat. Yeah, you actually you actually get money versus <laughs> get fired and make no money. There's a big difference. <laughs> uh, but if somehow he won the PIP again this year. That's like a hundred million. They're splitting um, amongst. I think it's like the top twenty or so players. Um, I, I'm not really sure how he won, but uh, I think. Certainly, the uh, the live attrition um, probably helped with that. I would have thought maybe like Scheffler or or some or Roar. Like I don't I don't really understand. What is, what is the criteria for the pip? I don't the understand. The pip what it is. is based upon your online mm. presence. It's like you know how many people you have following you and how much interaction you get on your tweets and Instagram uh, posts and Facebook. Um, it's like it the the it's encouragement like to grow the game to like 
interact with fans, be funny, post stuff. Like Max Home is great. Like he's the one that's interacting with fans, telling everybody their swing looks like shit. And he's actually really funny. Um, I, I hope Max Home will want some money. I really like him and, and he's great on there. But Tiger only wins that money because he is Tiger. He's got a gazillion followers, but he posts nothing. He's so secretive. So I'm I think really for fair. him to win is a complete sham, especially for the fact that, you know, I think there should be a couple criteria. I'm okay if you want to do this, right? But you need to play an X amount of tournaments to play. That excludes Tiger. Sorry. Mm. Like, you don't need to be getting this. Like, you're going to have that regardless. Yeah. But to me, it, you, there should be a tournament minimum and Tiger's out. Yeah. It's ridiculous yeah. to give the guy who has everything a little bit more money. Like, he's like, oh, let me go find a new bedroom to store all these piles of money. <laughs> Maybe it was like, hey, for to reward you for not leaving for live, we'll uh, give you the no. pip. I don't, I don't know. And then we take, uh, we of course take a moment of silence for um, <clears throat> Gary Koch and Roger Maltby's careers um, at NBC. Just, uh, Man, I I swear we were just ta- I was just talking uh, about how when Miller left everything started to to come downhill and um it just it just does so again and I you know I referred every time I talk about a malt beer think for a second about malt B um but old Raj um out on his rear uh you know Raj not really memorable for a whole lot uh, other than kind of the gravelly voice and uh just you know, someone who is kind of a an every every man. Um, Gary, of course, famous for his call at the uh, at the players when um, when Tiger chipped in and and uh, Miller ends up, you know, saying that it, you know, why not? How about in um, the better than most call at the players there? So Gary, you know, Gary to me not that electric, but just one of those voices that was a staple. And of course, he had that that famous call. Um, but, you know, I, I think I just want to see who comes in next. Uh, mm-hmm. So the, the PNC father-son will be their last tourney um, of, of their career at NBC. And then I, I couldn't find who's replacing them yet. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to work. But I was I was texting with the podcasters here about about the, uh, the Faldo replacement, and that was Immelman. And so I think, you know, Immelman not as – maybe not as um, nostalgic or, you know, unique as Faldo, but I, I think we'll still, still probably do a good job and, and match up, you know, you're going to have Nance. So how can you really go wrong? But uh, I'll be interested to see who they put on course. And I, I think for me, I'm just conflating their exit with the continued decline of the overall product um, mm-hmm. and the mystique. So uh, any, I'm with you. I don't know if you, either Malfi one of you want to is offer. a saint. Yep. And I, NBC coverage has always been dog trash. And now they're completely down the crapper. Like I might completely withdraw myself <laughs> from NBC tournaments next year. I won't miss, I won't miss the players, which is their big one. The players is so overrated. It ain't the fifth major. It ain't even the 15th best tournament all year hot take right there right but there's a lot of other ones nbc i might i might completely not watch a single nbc tournament next year 
I just don't get like I, like, I don't know. I mean, we could sit here and debate the idea of the demographics are going after and all that kind of stuff. But to me, golf has always been a little bit different and maybe I'm not their target demographic. I don't know, but I, I, I just, I think you need to have experience in the booth and bring in some of these guys and they have none of that or played a little bit and didn't have actually, you know, the, their ability to talk and explain what's going on and tell a story to me is, is lacking. And those guys knew how to do that. And they knew how to interact with the players. They had respect to the players. And I don't know if it's their choice that they're leaving. I I, I haven't read a lot about it. No. But, you know, no I, I feel like it's not. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, what what is the product they think they're going after here? And is it a live thing that's causing I, – I, I don't know. I just feel like you're right. Watching some of these, you know – tournaments even now and i know we're in kind of the low season but it's just it yeah like i can mute it and it's just as good to me because i'm like these guys are talking about stuff that just doesn't matter anyway i don't know i i'm with you i think we're we're losing out on some of these guys and i know we talk about announcers a lot here and how i think it we get a bit nostalgic but yeah to me this is like you're you're ending an era here I, i like i don't know who's left you know in the golf scene and i'm not counting mike tarico and the british um, like I don't know who's left. Okay, across any network. Well, yeah, obviously Nance, but um, I liken yeah. it to the great, uh, the great movie Happy Gilmore, where um, <laughs> you know, Shooter McGavin is resistant to uh, mm-hmm. new youthful, you know, attracting new youthful um people to the game. But uh, I suspect that's yeah. probably yeah. what they're trying to do here. So anyway. Um. Yeah, cool. I'll I'll probably try to tune into the PNC just to see the send off. Um, I'm sure there'll be plenty of plenty oh, of waterworks yeah. from old Raj. <laughs> Say goodbye to Malpy. Uh, just a quick one. I wanted to. Uh, well, two things. So, so uh, I encourage the listeners if you're interested, if you're looking for a new job. Or Stephen, hmm. if you get fired from working from home too much, um, go out there and look at the. <laughs> The master's job openings. There's a. Oh yeah. Uh, there's quite a. There's like ten of them out there, and they're they oh, all yeah. sound like quite a bit of work. But um, they're um, they're currently looking for applicants for those jobs. So if you're looking for a new job, I encourage you to to go look up those jobs at Augusta. Um, the, sec- the second hmm. second mm-hmm. thing I wanted to ask you was so of these, I'm going to ask you which one of these you would rather play before you die if you had the opportunity. So there's three of them, Augusta. Pine Valley or Cypress Point. So if you get if you get the opportunity to play one of those, which which of those three would you pick and why? So I if I had to trust people that I've read and have and have listened to that have played Augusta and Cypress Point. Everybody says Cypress Point over yep. Augusta. No yep. shade or nothing wrong with Augusta, yep. Yep. but it's just being on the coast. The scenery like Cypress Point, there's truly like no other course like that in the world. I might have to say that, but part of me is just like you don't go against like tradition. So I don't know. I'm not sure I can necessarily pick one. I'm not sure I want to. Uh, just in case I do get, you know, an offer from Augusta National to go work out there. I don't mm-hmm. want them listening to this. <laughs> so I'm just going to not pick. I'm just going to say I have I have a tie for first. 
Okay. Oh, there's Pine Valley uh, third. Yeah, Pine Valley to me is not even in the same mm-hmm. echelon as those other two. And to me, Augusta is the first. I mean, I grew up. That's the course you got to see on TV. All the mystique and the the magic and the people that have walked those grounds. I'm not saying that they haven't at Cypress Point or Pine Valley, but it's like to me that was the that was the ultimate. And if you ever got the opportunity to play there, well, you were you were somebody else, you know, and somebody special. And to me, that's that's the place. So that would be my number one, and then Cypress Point would be number two, and Pine Valley number three. Yeah, if, uh, funnily enough, uh, Alistair McKenzie um, designed both Cypress Point and Augusta. Um, I think for me, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty easy to pick Pine Valley. It's the number one mm-hmm. course in the world. Um, so that for me, that's the one I, I would pick. Wow. Uh, I think it's Was probably the most exclusive um, of, of the three. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I just I, and, and I'm and I'm such an idiot um, yes, we because, know. Yes, oh. you can't get on that course and at Pine Valley, and that like one day a year they had like an amateur tournament in New Jersey, and for some reason I didn't go. I was going to go out there, and I and they let the the public in to walk it, and I and I didn't go for some reason, and uh, kicking myself I, for not doing that. I remember you telling that about yeah. telling us yeah. about that, Mike. Me too. And then it came and went. I said, "Hey, how was?" And you're like, "Didn't go." I'm like, "What the heck?" So yeah, I remember that, and yeah, kind of kick yourself. But you know, then I, I, they, they, I remember watching like a Shell's Wonderful World of Golf or something. Um, that was at at Pine Valley, I think. And uh, so anyway, I'll keep that mystique, and it's the number one course, and maybe, maybe I'll see it before I die, but uh, likely not. Never say never. Yeah, never say never. Time for everybody's favorite segment the old drink review i'm going to start with the old man hopefully he's got uh something real special for us guys i got a real treat for you this week um not only because i was prompted to do so by one of our my my uh pod compadres here but because uh the houston astros won the world series we talked about that last week but i want to show you the the uh, the can um, first to the millions of viewers. It's called it's it's from the same brewery I brought to you last I brought you last week. Carbach Brewing mm. Company and Crawford Bach. It is a Bach style beer, but I would say more the mystique is the fact that it's named after a section of the stands in Minute Maid Park. The Crawford boxes, so it's a play mm-hmm. on words, if you will. It's a play on words. Uh, Crawford boxes. This is a Crawford Bach. Um, they were running a special on this at Costco. I don't know if you've oh. ever been to Costco. It's a small startup, small store. Well, we can talk about that later. But these, there was eight. There was an eighteen pack for sixteen dollars. Wow! I'm a value investor. That's value that was getting in my cart. Uh, anyway, Crawford Bach. I I have had this before, and I truly, truly enjoy it. Um, and as it says on the can on the top, it says it's a home run every time. <laughs> and I would definitely put this in the home run category of the lawnmowers. Uh, this is a four and a half out of five. Uh, great tasting beer, easy drinker, um, good flavors from start to finish. This one's in a can. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it just looks it looks fun, and it's the Astros, you know. So again, as a Houstonian, good job for the Astros. You know, they they finished the 412 game season off with a World Series win, and there's no better way to tell them thanks and to toast them with a Crawford Bach. Highly recommend. Go get you some Costco if you're a member. It's like hmm. 82 cents a can or something. I mean, that's a pretty good deal. Wow. Highly that's a neat. That's a neat little parlor trick you got there with the one can and the other can that's empty. Those No, this one I already drank. And then this one I'm, yeah, consuming. I know. I'm consuming. Oh. That's a neat trick. They're, they're small cans. They're small cans. Um, I uh, I thought maybe you were going to find a loophole with this mystery uh, mystery beer bar that you had where you were going to yes. come home okay. with. Okay. Yeah, that might be next time. But that's only done during their happy hour, I've learned. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I might parlay that into my next one. We'll see. They've got some weird ones. I'm not going to lie to you. They got some weird ones there, but we'll see. We'll see. I'll bring that out next time. Okay. Yeah. Crawford Bach. See if the uh, Astros can back it up next year. They've already started slashing some staff. So see if they keep the Dusty Baker, but uh, they're keeping him. I think they already office. signed him. They already they said, said they. Yeah, they signed. Yeah. Okay. What, we, what staff are they cutting, Mike? I thought I know, they uh, got the rid only... of the GM or I, yeah. I don't know. I, I can't really? remember his name. Yeah. Click. Click. Yeah. Even when they just won, they just got rid of him. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, they're not messing around. Must he must hey, have had some fun at they, like they the, did uh, the ranking. The they did the ranking. Like he was NSI. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I think yeah, they him and him and Crane. Him and Crane had some differences of opinions on where things are going. So, but did he get an improvement plan before he got inside? Oh like, did he gosh, have a chance to stay? And it. No, I think he took the pill. Got mm-hmm. it. Took the pill. I wonder if he cashed out his four hundred one k and pension and how that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. What do you, What do you got for us, Stephen, this week? All right. All right, guys. Well, I actually got a bottle here that was oh. free. Uh, I wow. actually won this. That's better I value actually, than Mark's. Yeah, yeah. eighty-three yeah. cents. Talk about zero doll here. <laughs> sure, um, it's good. Turpentine. I won this at uh, a party, a, a a friend of ours' birthday party, and they had some raffles there mm. a couple weeks ago. And it's this is ruffles. oh, some ruffles uh, ridges. <laughs> Uh, they had the bourbon is Sweeten's Cove. So, question for Uh, y'all before I dive in: Where is Sweeten's Cove Golf Course? uh, San Francisco, uh, the town of Sweeten's. Okay, it is in uh, Sweeten City. Got it. All right, it is in South Pittsburgh, Hmm. Tennessee, just outside of Chattanooga, and it is one of the new golf destinations. Sweetens Cove. Uh, uh, just a quick little highlight. It's a technically a nine-hole course, oh. but they have really big greens and put two pins on it, so you play the same nine holes but twice. You play in 18. And wow. the way it works is a lot of it, you sell these golf passes, and it's like all day. They don't do like, hey, I'm going to hmm. play nine holes at nine. No, it's you pretty much all day passes. And Friday nights, they do Friday night lights. You can play till like midnight. They put the lights on, and you play hmm. from from – Dust till midnight. So every uh, round comes with a bottle of sweetens. Cove. So when you get done with nine, they're just like, yeah. 
Where's yeah, the next? Actually, it's like, oh, it's the same night. Well, actually, what they do <laughs> is outside on a bourbon barrel to start the round, they pour everybody shots of whiskey, and this is one of them that they pour. Wow. Um, but yeah, so this is Sweeten's huh. Cove, Tennessee whiskey, Tennessee. Uh, it is a mix <laughs> of Kentucky and Tennessee bourbons, bourbon hmm. whiskey. So it's, and okay. it's finished in toasted sugar maple wood, 110 proof. Ooh. Ooh. Um, it. Let me get another little sip here. Yeah. Is that <laughs> uncut? Uh, was it? Was it free? Or is that cut? Is there a reason that it's free? <laughs> I'm, yeah. mm, it. I can definitely taste the the kind of sugary mapley little bit in there. I can definitely taste it. Mm. It's not the smoothest. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. So actually, at that party. I opened it up and me and some fellas that were there, we did a shot of it and their instant reaction was yuck. This stuff is really strong. And I was like, well, to clarify, this is a bourbon. This is not a fireball or a screwball. Like it's going to, it's going to have some burn. Like if this is not meant to be <laughs> taking shots of, but congrats, we did it. Um, for a 60, $70 bottle, I won't buy it again. It, it was cool. I, I'm glad didn't it was buy it the first time. Didn't buy I'm it the first time. Cheapskate. It. Yeah, but yeah. Whoa, cheapskate. Hmm. What? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Wouldn't want to spoil your fun, Mr. Cheapskate. <laughs> yeah. spoil, spoil your fun, Mr. Cheapskate. But yeah, what I'm getting at, though, for the price, I hmm. having had it, I won't buy it again. Um, there's just so many good ones out there that are 30, 40 bucks. That I, I personally will buy this again uh, when in Rome, when I'm there. If I get to take a shot of for the golf mm. round, of course I will accept, but uh, probably won't buy it again. Or to be, buy to it be clear, ever. for the first time. Yeah, you won't buy it for the first time. Yeah, for the first gotcha. time. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, that's too bad. That's Sweetens Cove. Cove. Yeah, sounds interesting. I'd like to try Sweetens Cove out. I liked that little parlor trick you did there where you called mm -hmm. uh, Tennessee South Pittsburgh. That was interesting. <laughs> the, the, the town is called South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Oh, I'm sure clarify. it is. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Oh, you're um, welcome. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. So for me this week, I am... Um, Usually I like to do something that's a little more exotic, uh, hard to get your hands on, um, mm -hmm. you know, featured uh, at Central Market. But I wanted to make Mark's job a little bit harder for the rest of the holiday season. <laughs> so um, I have gone ahead and uh, checked off um, everybody's Don't favorite. Don't you do Texas. it. Yes. Don't you, mother. Yes. Come the on. Old, the old one. shiner I holiday I knew you cheer. were going to do it, you jerk. I'm the, I'm the dirty rat. I just, um, you know, it's something about putting the trees up and I, you know, this one is so unique mm. and, it, and it's, it's really unique because it's brewed with peaches and pecans and you, you Ooh. just, you don't get that in a beer. And I tell you what, a lot of these, like I had that, that winter lager from Sam and it was pretty garbage. And, and a lot of hmm. the, you know, the, the Christmas holiday ales, are are kind of the same they're yeah. kind of like you know some of the bad oktoberfests we had just too much like 
cinnamon or or nutmeg or um stout flavor without the punch um this one is not that especially if you drink it you know nice and cold you get that that interesting combination of peach and pecan that comes through um from shiner so uh mm. this one for me already on the shelves um if we learned anything from the Oktoberfest is that these are going to be gone um, by the time December rolls around. So I would encourage you uh, go ahead and get these before they're not available um, anymore. Like the Oktoberfest became less and less available, but um, it's pretty good. It's pretty sweet. And and I gotta, I gotta be, I would recommend it for sure. If you haven't had a chance to try just be ready for the peaches and pecans. It was also just part of a part of a scheme to make Mark's job a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try to stay away from the rest of them. Like I probably won't pick um, St. Arnold's Christmas Ale or some of those other Thanks. things. But I, Thanks. I am um, next week headed to uh, Pure Michigan um, Pure for Michigan. for Thanksgiving, and so I will certainly be having multiple uh, Bell's Christmas Ales, and that's a pretty good offering that they have. So maybe I'll. Um, Maybe I'll try to feature that uh, on the Bell Schnickel. Bell Schnickel. You got to watch out, though. These, I tell you what, these um, holiday mm. beers they can be they can be a little bit heavy. So I encourage oh, yeah. you if you're getting a, if you think you're getting a six pack or a twelve pack of holiday beers for your Thanksgiving or Christmas, you might might want to make sure you mix that up um, with some other spirit as well. Mm. Mike, I couldn't think of a better guy on the podcast to cover the beer that I was planning to cover than you. So, well yeah. done. Yeah. But I do like that Christmas cheer. It's a fantastic beer. Happy it for is. you, Mike. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, a little uh, quick cowhide recap uh pretty good one for me all around um so uh oklahoma state squeaks by um iowa state thanks to uh thanks steven being there we'll say but their i think their season's over is that right other than being eligible whoa 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 whoa. bite your tongue bite your tongue we play five and five ou this weekend Okay. Yeah, we're seven point dogs in Norman, but you know what? <laughs> we're looking pretty good. We're gonna have we're gonna have our starting quarterback finally mm-hmm. starting, and I'm feeling really good. I would I would put my money on that all day. And then we finish the season at home with the Mountaineers, which are are garbage. So we should have two W's. That'll get us to nine and three. And mm-hmm. with the bowl game, we have an opportunity for a 10-win season. So don't say our season's over. You, what the heck? There are teams that play. And, 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 that and mathematically, play. we're not out of the Big 12 championship game. Like, uh, we, need we need some things Kansas to happen. State but, to lose yeah. twice. But, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, but, whatever. But, hey, Mike, there are teams that pay millions upon millions of dollars to try to get to 10 wins or nine wins. And we are at the cusp of that. So yeah. bite your tongue, sir. Bite your yeah. tongue. But Marnock, Marnock way off. I think I said 11. Up. I know I said 11, but that's okay. Can you guys explain to me how in rivalry week, 
play Bob Huggins in West Virginia instead of Oklahoma? So here's how it works, Mike. So oh boy, the NC- College World Series. No, Get your no, pad no. and paper out, simple, folks. Right? Get your paper so out. <laughs> when the Big 12 re uh, started doing the title game again, there were a couple of years we didn't do the title game. It was just season outright winner one. When we brought back the title game, um, given that we're a conference that doesn't have a north-south or an east-west or a division where your two division winners then play, you're just taking at the end of the season the two best ranked excuse me, the two best teams with the Big 12 record play each other, there's a legit chance in most seasons that OU and OSU could be the top two. So in seasons where it's projected that OSU and OU could land at the top, they want to avoid us and OU playing back-to-back weeks because we don't want to play them after Thanksgiving and then a week later, it kind of can cause for bad football. So in those years, what they do is they move that game forward to potentially avoid teams playing back-to-back weeks. So smart because you make it really tough as like on coaching. I'm sure that's extremely tough to play two, you know, back-to-back weekends against the same team. So that, that is why we are not playing OU after Thanksgiving. It's very rare. I think it's only happened in my time as a fan, like two times, maybe three, mm-hmm. but it's because of the, the Big 12 title game and not having uh, divisions inside the conference. Somebody screwed up this year. Mm. Um, okay. And then, uh, you know, on to, so on to Purdue. So, obviously, they're um, they're at the uh, the top of their uh, division. So, looking uh, – I think if I think if Iowa loses and Purdue wins, then Purdue will play – in the uh, the Big Ten championship game, so that's Maybe. that's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, probably be maybe I don't know. Who knows? The last time they've had a Big Ten championship mm. game where the uh, one team was favored by thirty points, but yeah, uh, yeah that yeah, yeah. That, could, that could be pretty interesting. But um, at least they've got a chance to uh, to get into that game. Uh, took down uh, Illinois, uh, mm-hmm. the, the ranked oh, line last week. Powerhouse. What a game. Brett, Brett Bielema not looking too good. Mm. Um, they, but Bert. yeah, they, Bert B, is it Bert Bielema? <laughs> no, it's Brett, but I call him Brent. Bert. <laughs> Bert Bielema not, not looking too good. Um, I watched that, uh, I, I, I was tuned into that Alabama game. Of course, Saban on, on his, I don't know, on his 10th or 11th life now, they end up beating, mm-hmm. um, Ole Miss. Ole Piss. Goodness <laughs> gracious. It's a family um, show. Yeah. So, but at least both those teams win, and then of course um, there was a lot of drama around the Colts. So they, uh, so Ursa, oh, who's man. a crazy owner, ends up uh, firing coach Frank Reich, um, and then he installs Jeff Saturday, uh, Saturday. player. They while while Peyton was there, fan favorite as the coach. That of course drew. Um, a lot of criticism from a lot of corners. Uh, a Raj, Aaron Rodgers was was burning him. I'm like, you know what, Raj, you take care of your problems, uh, which we'll talk about here in a second. Um, but then Bill Cower, I don't know why, but we we were tuned into the, the with a CBS pregame show while putting up the the uh, Christmas decorations, and he goes mm. off on some sort of tirade about Man. how you know all the other coaches in the league and the assistants and all these other things deserve the chance first. And I'm like, I don't, 
he went off, but, um, anyway, in, in one of, uh, you know, life's ironies, they, they go into Vegas and they beat the Raiders. They take them down. So Saturday gets the, the first win. Um, you know, Colts maybe, maybe sort of back in it, but, um, be, be certainly interested to see that because that Saturday, um, pick is going to continue to draw a lot of criticism. Um, couple other things worth mentioning so say the cowboys dallas cowboys probably had their game uh, at lambeau kind of the revenge game for mccarthy and a raj um cowboys had that one in control end up blowing that jeez did they ever so they go down um now if there's any saving grace the eagles uh end up Mm. taking it in the shorts um for the first time this year so i'm sure the cowboys aren't eliminated yet but um, they end up playing the Giants on Thanksgiving, um, which will be a huge game, depending on if um, what happens this weekend mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, pre- I mean, pretty in- yeah. Oof. I'm with you. That was I, tough. I, yeah, man. A shout out to our our, our homie TB. Uh, I think the uh, the Eagles. I, I'm not a huge Eagles fan, but I think they got jobbed. I mean, that was that was. There's so many bad. I'm not a big. You know, the officiating shouldn't – you shouldn't know there's refs in games, but, man, they just got jobbed. I can't tell you how many calls got – did not go their way. That face – I mean, geez, Louise. Anyway, I, I, that, I think the Eagles have played way too well to, to have lost. Um, disappointed in the Cowboys. They had that game in hand. I, good gosh. But, hey, yeah. that's why you play the game. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and – did you have something, Stephen? No, finish. I'll go at the end. Okay. <laughs> and I, well, I was just gonna say, Mark, you you had made a comment about how bad the announcing was after I had made many comments about how, you know, the switch ups in the NFL and then Collinsworth having. I I don't know why I was watching. I think it was a couple of weeks ago watching the Chiefs on Sunday night, mm-hmm. and Tariko was on there, and he's like, "Oh, Mahomes threw that one to a fan and." in Missouri or Kansas or something. And I was, I was just like, Oh my gosh, oh, Teresa, you're just the worst. So, yeah. um, and then of course the, uh, the sad news of malt being Coke and mm-hmm. just continues to, to deteriorate. That's well, all I got, I, Steven. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, even like the, the announcers for the Purdue game I watched, cause I know you enjoy the Purdue Boilermakers. So I mm-hmm. wanted to win. The announcers were just like, Oh, the Purdue, Illinois, Rivalry is oh, just east in mystique, and you're like, huh? I mean, I, they, play for some trof- they play for some trophies <laughs> in football, and I'm like, I don't think it's a. So I text you, I'm like, dude, is this a rivalry? And you're like, no. I'm like, well, I think the announcers got somewhere in their notes that it's a massive rivalry. Anyway, hmm. I just, I'm like, come on, guys, do better research. That's terrible. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, our and so for us for rivalry week, we'll actually treat it as rivalry week and play the team that we're supposed to, which is mm, uh, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Which is watch what happens when you don't play for like championships and all that. Well, we will be playing for a championship when I was oh, yeah. but uh, big Big Ten championship. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. University of uh, Indiana University as as I like to say, the best uh, best high school education you can buy. Uh, <laughs> What were you going to say, Stephen? Uh, what I would like to clarify is when you just said that whoever moved the OU OSU game, thinking that you know both teams were going to be at the top of the conference and botched that, 
I would like to clarify that on this podcast, on record, there was conversation <laughs> at the beginning of the season about teams being good. And there were other people on here and around talking about OU, and I think they were number six. And I was the one mm-hmm. that said, OU is only six because of the logo on their jersey. Mm-hmm. Their dog mm-hmm. trash called it. Called it. Thank you. you. I will pat myself on the back right now. I, I appreciate it. I accept the guys. Just had to clarify that. Thank you. We can move Great on. Great job, Steven. You're Thank the best. You. I know my stuff. Hmm. I can't wait for weekend at Berkman's uh, August of next year. and We'll do some, some wins and losses. <laughs> uh, quickly again, balls in net. So uh, we are into the college basketball season, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. Uh, the Boilers obviously going to be a, a top five team again. Um, I was going to ask you what you guys thought about when you think of Oklahoma State basketball but my guess is probably kind of an afterthought Gallagher, whoa, whoa, we got Gallagher. national whoa, whoa. titles mike yeah, we got two on. national we titles. got hanging in the rafters come on we got we got one of the loudest arenas Gallagher we got we arena. got two national titles <laughs> oh, give man. me a break mike eddie you don't Sutton, know anything eddie about Sutton, basketball if you're gonna eddie dog Sutton, us like that his son eddie sutton jr we've had a rough couple final fours We've had a rough couple of years here, three, four, 12, 15 years of late, but you know, give me a break. We're, we, in a re, we're in a rebuilding phase. It's fine. Okay. Hey, I'm, lot I'm, of, I'm lot interested of in some Pokeball threes. then. Yeah, not good, man. Oh, they're, they, they love to shoot the three. <laughs> and I said, okay. shoot, it's not, I didn't say they love Maybe. to make the three. <laughs> But yeah, basketball. Uh, okay, is we'll, we'll keep an eye Ask on that in January throughout the season. Yeah. Okay, um, and then the other balls in net. So we've got the World Cup uh, in uh, pick your pronunciation, Qatar or Cutter. Um, that's actually starting on Sunday. Uh, Sunday so Cutter will open Sunday, up. Sunday. Yeah, Cutter, the host nation. Hmm. Um, and I'm assuming that the host nation gets in by default, but um, they will play uh, 10 central on, on Fox uh, against Ecuador. Um, so they will be the only game to kick off if you will. And then on Monday, um, the U S plays Wales. So I will hmm. be taking uh, Monday off um, as a vacation day. So that starts at one central on Fox as well. I will be watching that game. Uh, and hoping that um, the U.S. goes deep into the tournament. Uh, can I count on? Can I count on either one of you to uh, to be watching any of the any of the U.S. games at least? I will not be supporting the U.S. team this year. Uh, we'll leave that off the podcast. But no, okay. I mean I'm just not not a you know what yeah. Well, I like the World Cup. I think it's fun. I think there's a lot going for it. I I just it's uh like it, it's it's back to the college world series. So you got the group play, then you got oh, extra group play, and then you got regionals, and then you got the the super like I I I don't get what I'm watching. Like is this is this mattered? I mean, do you win and you're in? You got to win four, but not three. You got to win two, but not. I ain't just like okay. So I I, I yeah, if if it's on, we'll see. I I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Well, 
there's it's going to be interesting. There's some fireworks anyway. Um, obviously, it's hot there, so they they moved it to um, Christmas time. They had to build some new stadiums, which of course comes with some um, people calling for protesting because of uh, inhumane conditions as part of the labor um, that went into building those stadiums. I I don't think there's going to be alcohol served in the stadium, so it could be potentially interesting to see how some of these visiting fans uh, sneak booze into the arenas. So there's there's going to be all sorts of uh, little interesting stories, just even. outside of the tournament and the teams it, uh, itself. So um, I just hope that the U S gets out of group play um, and, 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 and makes a good showing. But um, I think Brazil uh, installed as the, as the favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Did we, is, is hope, is hope solo our uh, goalkeeper? Uh, you know, captain of the uh, millennium Falcon. Okay. Didn't Hope Solo our goalkeeper? Uh, that's women's, women's, women's. My bad. I think our women's team is, you know, fun to watch. I didn't know our guys made it. That's how bad it is. I, I, I'm, I'm oh, yeah. admitting Oh, it. yeah. I didn't know. That's good. Yeah. And they open up against Wales. I mean, I that that has to be a shellacking in the making. Mm-hmm. But uh, never say never, right, Mark? Never say never, except in that saying. Right. Then you can say never. So let's. Uh, I was inspired to uh, bring back Flavor Country when I saw uh, Guy Fieri waddling out uh, for the uh, <laughs> Vegas game, the Raiders yeah. and the the Colts. Um, he of course, uh, I think a resident or a native of Vegas and a and a Raiders fan that uh, fits right in there with the crowd. But um, anyway, so we're bringing back Flavor Country, and I I've been putting this off and 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 teasing this topic for a while, but I wanted to talk about Costco. Um, with the, uh, with my, with my co-host here and I, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I remember growing up with Sam's club in the lexicon, but mm. don't really remember Costco being a thing, but man, this, this seems like some sort of just like, I don't know, fan favorite, like everybody loves it. And, um, despite the fact whether or not you need a, you know, a 30 pack of toothpaste, um, people, <laughs> people love going there and doing a little shopping and, and, uh, indulging in, in some of the Kirkland, um, items, you know, being their in-house brand there. So, um, I, you know, in the spirit of highlight, low light, I kind of wanted to ask, like, you can e- either what, what's your highlight, low light of Costco, or maybe what's the, you know, what's something that, that is of interest to you um, of Costco or maybe something the fans fans don't know about. All right, I'll go low light has got to be the <laughs> checkout process, the way that they structure the lines and how it's got to yes. snake around like the, the, like the aisles. It's just a cluster like going on the weekend is mm. Again, it's the time to go, right? Like, we're all working during the week, and it's just a madhouse in there. So the couple mm-hmm. times we've gone during the week, I'm like, oh, wow, this is actually kind of nice. And you can actually, like, get up to checkout. But, yeah, checkout on uh, any time on the weekend can be just an absolute disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of highlight, Okay, so I kind of have the mindset, kind of like uh, probably like some memes out there, which is like, 
I will go down aisles. I pro I know I probably don't need something, but I'm like, hey, it'll be fun to try, and it's too too cheap not to buy it, right? <laughs> and we come, and, it, and part of it is like I want to get it, but it's just so massive, and I'm like, man, I need a <laughs> double wide pantry to hold all mm-hmm. this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or or a second for like a garage fridge. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's so many highlights. There's just so many good random finds there, and just good buys. Like there are so many things that we use day in and day out that we can get there for a better price. It's it, it is a no brainer, and I just truly wish I would have found it or uh, taken the chance on trying it years ago because I know I'd have been saving money. But it, it is great. But yeah, one gripe has just got to be the checkout lines. Holy crap! Yeah. You're right, though. They they do. And in, like I saw, they had these basically Starbucks replica bacon gruyere egg bites. And yes. we got them and, and cooked them and they were incredible. They were like exactly the same. Yeah. So they do an amazing job with their like intelligence where they're mm-hmm. they're like looking out and seeing like, oh, what are what are the amazing things that other companies are doing? And then they come in and do it for cheap and it's still quality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Mark? Yeah, to me, up highlight. Uh, me and the, the kiddos uh, like to go there on the weekend to uh, it's samples. I was gonna. Google. I was surprised Stephen didn't say samples. Me too. That to me, I was, I was shocked. That, that was that's to me. That's the best part. You get to go try stuff that you're probably never gonna try or buy, and then you're like, huh, you know, uh, olive spread. Uh, didn't know I liked that, but that sure <laughs> tastes good. Or the the frozen pierogi. Uh, you know, spinach stuffed pierogi. Why not throw it in the cart? Coupon five dollars off. Uh, to me, uh, what else? I have I had a baked brie, uh, and cheese, Ooh. uh, cracker the other day, and I was like, I'm gonna, I, I, I'm gonna have to get some of this, All right? So it's just the samples, and I think it's also it, they put on it's, it's kind of like dinner and a show. Some of these sample people have their pitch down to a point where they're like, you know, trying to hawk this stuff. And they're telling you that this is, you know, the most healthy thing you've ever had. I mean, my kids sit there memorized, mesmerized by this dude selling them. And they're, and they're like, Dad, what are they selling? And I'm like, uh, water. Solar panels. Right. Yeah. Or, or or you could get a Generac. You could get a Christmas tree. You could get your, uh, you know, your your pulsing toothbrush. And you could get a lifetime supply of toilet paper all in the same place. So to me, that's those are my two highlights. The things that you never knew you needed and the samples. Right. And it's all at, a, I would say, at a pretty good price. I'm not, I don't know if buying in bulk saves lots of money or not, but I assume it does. Um, low light to me is just, um, I think, my lack of impulse control when I go there. Cause I'm like, wow, mm. oh, I didn't know I needed 55 Sharpies that are, you know, purple. But it's a good deal, so let's put it in the cart. So I think the lack of they know they know how to do this stuff right, um, and put it in ways that you know in places for you to pick it up. Uh, but it's a great experience. I mean, whoever these big box store people, smart, mm-hmm. a little too smart. Um, give them a little, you know, a little lanyap with the the food and the samples, and then you can go get a dollar fifty hot dog and an icy. You could spend hours in this place. But uh, and then you can get your tires fixed, replaced. You can 
get your battery recharged because they got the tire, you know, the auto store there. You can get a mortgage. You can plan a vacation. (laughs) Yes. You can get your eyes checked out and new glasses. Uh, I mean, holy crap. One stop shop. Mm -hmm. Yep. So anyway, yeah, Costco. What a, what a trip. Yeah. I think for me, I would say, um, it, it is the quality the quality of some of the things and I haven't dabbled in all the things. I mean, I've, I've walked in and seen like, I want to say Columbia or North face stuff on sale. And so, I mean, they got a little bit, but you know, there's, I don't know, there's just something a little off about the whole (laughs) store and I can't, I can't put my finger on it. Uh Maybe it's just these, these big box stores that, that kind of freak me out. Um, But they, but they do got, they got good food. They've, there's some nice, uh, things you can use uh, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, kind of like hacks. Like you can mm-hmm. get the, you know, the big thing of mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Throw some goat cheese in there, make it look like you made some incredible uh, mac and cheese from scratch. There's the mashed potatoes. You know, throw a couple sticks of some uh, Irish butter in there. Oh yeah, that's, that's a nice side as well. Obviously, uh, some of the the charcut and the cheese plates that they got. Like you can't can't go wrong there. <laughs> The fruit is uh, the, good. The baked products. Oh, it's a, just, it's a good. Yeah. Yeah. People rave about the food court. Like, I mean, I've had a slice of pizza there and, it, and it's hit the spot, I guess. I've never had it's this great. chicken. I've never had this chicken Caesar thing. Oh, it's, yes. I was going to tell you. Okay. That's the other thing. Yes. You've got to try it. Come on. And uh, the $5, uh, the $5 bird in the back, you know, hot the old, chicken. Hot chicken, five dollars. Yeah, rotisserie, rotisserie. One of the best yeah. deals. You know, feed a family of four for four meals. You know, it's just uh, four. Okay, who? Okay, family of four for four meals. There's no way rotisserie chicken is family of four for four meals unless you're having like two bites. I don't know what you do with the Snyder House. <laughs> you you you, you pair like it with a vegetable. You pair it with another okay. part. Another sounds dish. like you need to eat more. He he eats like a bird, and I was gonna do some Beth Page memories. Maybe we'll save that for next episode because we, we went to Carmine's. You wanted us to split, you know, a lasagna for half yeah. lasagna three ways or something. Yeah, he, he eats like a bird. And then me uh, and Mike had to correct that, and we took care of the. Oh, we, we took care of it. All right, that's next episode. But the low light is, and this happened to me on more than one occasion. When I get done. With my checkout, I crumple my receipt and I throw it away. Mm-hmm. And when you walk at Costco, they want to nope. see the thing that says how many items. And I said, I don't have my receipt. So I got to go back and get it. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm going back, digging through the trash. Somebody's throwing a chicken Caesar on top of it. <laughs> and it's like, okay, here it okay. is. I don't understand that. You asked. Here it is. Yep. Yeah. Apparently, Sam's Club's got some sort of checkout thing as you go, or RFID, or whatever. So maybe, maybe Costco can invest in that. Mm. All right, on to uh, Marnock the mediocre. So, um, <laughs> it's been a little while. I don't. It's I don't been a while. I'm not not good. The record. Right. I'm, I have to go tally up the first uh, 22 episodes. We'll, maybe, maybe we'll come back with what your your current record is. But um, I'm saying 500 at best. But anyway, <laughs> that's not bad. That's that'd be yeah, good for baseball. A great baseball player. Um, but uh, in in the spirit of a true rivalry week, where two teams that are rivals play each other, um, unlike <laughs> Oklahoma State, 
want to go ahead and ask you, um, because I'm not sure if we'll get a chance to meet again before Thanksgiving, but um, huge, huge game coming up on November 26th. Uh, Ohio State, I don't know if I'm going to say the Ohio State, but Ohio State Buckeyes versus the Michigan Wolverines. And, uh, if, you know, if everything works out, they'll be number two, number three. Um mm-hmm. So uh, not sure what the line is yet. Probably going to be pretty close. Probably a coin flip. Probably the team who's home, which I think is Ohio State, will get the you know the points, but just be because of the home field. Mm-hmm. So, question for Marnak: Will Ohio State or Michigan win on November twenty sixth? Ohio State will be playing Purdue. In the Big hmm. Ten Championship. Yep, you're right. That was your bifecta. I gave you the Ohio State's going to win. Oh. And somehow, someway, <laughs> Purdue will be in the Big Ten Championship playing the Ohio State at a 42-point hmm. dog. But, yeah, I think I think Ohio State's got it. I think. They're uh, they're playing a different level of football. I think they've had maybe a couple of games this season where they it was relatively close. Um, I, I you know, and Michigan's had a few more struggles. Uh, and I haven't watched either team extensively. I'm just going based on you know again a couple of times that I've watched them and you know seeing the the outcomes of games. I think Ohio State's playing pretty darn good, and Michigan is too. Don't get me wrong. I just at home I, I give it to Ohio State. Yeah. Well, I I applaud Marnak for picking the uh, obvious winners in Ohio State and Purdue, but I mean, I'm a little surprised you went against your home state there, of uh, the Mitten State, Michigan. But uh, oh, so I thought he's from Nebraska. All right, Mark has got to be the most elusive guy because it's Texas, it's Nebraska. Now we're I never Michigan? said I never said what I was the? from Michigan. No, I don't know. What Indiana. My dad yeah. went to school you- there. What are you like, like from Hawaii, but actually like Nigeria, like our uh, former president or something like that? Hold on, no. let me take my mask off. Okay, I never said I was from Michigan. My my fa- my dad's side of the family lived there. Um, he, my my dad always in this game always cheers for Ohio State. He can't stand Michigan. My really? grandfather went to Michigan. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, oh, Ohio State fans are the worst. All right, but. Love him or hate him? No, no, I'm not talking about your dad. I mean, like, I, I mean, like, like your, your, the, the Buckeyes up there, the Columbus people, those people, they're so obnoxious. I got you. I got you. West Pittsburgh. Um, so, uh, love him or hate him, Mark. Coach Jim Harbaugh. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in the hate category. I'm. I'm not in the love category. I'm just kind of Stephen. I'm a me. Um, I would like to get a beer with him. So yeah, I'll say like. Oh him. gosh, I think he's. I think he's a nutcase. I think he. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, thank you. Got it. Okay. Sure. All right. Uh, thanks, Marnock. Uh, Department of Correction, especially for picking the boilers, picking picking winners. Good job, Marnock. Um. Department of Correction. So, uh, Stephen, do we want to? Uh, yes. Stephen did a little uh, extra credit as the teacher's pet. Uh, he was charged with doing some research. So, do do we want to start with your research? Sure. Yeah, let's okay. go into that before we got to correct. Would you the, like the to start with all your smoke wagon? Would you like <laughs> the atrocities? Would you like to start with smoke wagon W eighty eight or nine eleven? 
Okay, let me do the last two because I didn't look up the first one. I forgot the first one. I, I listened to the episode <laughs> to find it. I heard it. I made a mental note. And then when I started doing research, I forgot and I was too lazy to go find it again. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Jeez. W88. The country of origin for the con- for W88, the Philippines. Okay. Ah, the Philippines. So, okay. I tell you what, over there, the thrill in Manila. I mean, I tell you what, they got more big companies sponsoring Alphabet, Europe, <laughs> European teams. Yeah, <laughs> Alphabet. I mean, there's there's something going on over there in the Philippines, man. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, and then for uh the the NFL playoffs, Mike was thinking it was nine eleven. In my research, what I gathered was in the 2002 season, <laughs> they exp- there was an expansion of the NFL. They added in two new teams, which then expanded the playoffs from 12 to 14. And I, t- I actually, I might be – I think the first part is incorrect. They added new teams around then. Mm. But I think it was the Texans, if I'm not mistaken, yep. was the team they added. Yep. But in 2002 season, they went from 12 teams up to 14. So they did mm. additional team um, per side that gave only one the top seed to buy, and then that adjusted the uh, the playoff amount of weekends mm-hmm. of the playoff, according nice. to my research. Mm-hmm. So I saw nowhere in there anything about twin towers, you know, uh, you know, Bush, oh, Bush. Uh, and all the conspiracy theories, uh, the cruise missile oh, hitting the Pentagon. Baby. I didn't see anything about that um, as being part of the reason why the NFL adjusted the playoff weekend away from your birthday, Mike. So this was nothing against you, Mike. It was just the NFL. Like they weren't like, hey, screw this, Mike. So it was Goodell. Son yeah. of us. Was he the commissioner in 02? No, probably not. Probably a tech yeah. libu. Um, mm-hmm. So. Okay. Well, I'll I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check that. I won't fact check the first one, but I'll probably end up fact checking that yeah, one. Yeah, please, please do. It's irregardless, irregardless, it at least showed the not NFL. It showed the NFL that a February Super Bowl was viable, and then mm. in the the year or so after, they were like, "Well, we're just gonna go ahead and delay it for." whatever reason but had they not had to push it that year maybe they would have never thought to even do it in the first place so either way i I got you're getting mixed up again i don't know i think you just you just were wrong again okay i'll do do the full research okay um but anyway so yeah and then smoke wagon was named uh after the uh what was it the cold single action well, no, the, the single action army revolver, mm. aka the gun that won the West. So, which then also probably factors into why they called it a smoke wagon and tombstone, but not not exactly, but kind of the mm-hmm. little bit of connection there. Um, okay, thanks for the research, Stephen. Um, At least I could do. Well, it was literally exactly, it was the least was the least do. you could do because uh, weekend at Berkman's back to killing people off here. We haven't done that in a while. So Stephen <laughs> gunned down uh, machine gun Jim Kelly. Uh, actually, not dead. Uh, he has had some oh. complications, um, but thankfully oh. the legend's still alive. Yeah. I think he Stephen. Gosh. Some, well, but, uh, you he, know what? You, That's what I get for listening to the social medias. 
<laughs> you're you're a fair weather new age Bills fan, but that's okay. We'll we'll take yes. them. Um, even though they took it in the shorts against the Vikings. Shout out to Jim Kelly. Yep. You know, future uh, podcast guests with us. Yep. Um, Mark, you mentioned that oh, something on. about a 52-week golf season. I don't I don't think that that's actually a thing. Is, no, is there uh, yeah. a th- in, in defense of what I'm saying is if you worked for 52 weeks, a wraparound season, you have to make every cut last place. You'd have to for fifty two weeks. You'd need making just shy of a million bucks. Okay, that's all. But yeah, you're right. It's not. There's not fifty two tournaments. You're right. A year. Good point. Okay. Either way, hats off to. But I take Pat it, Perez. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Mark, you had you mentioned that you had actually actually had a love street from Carbach before. Mm. Um, I guess the memory's yeah. just failing. Um. And then it really is. Gotta... It really is. Do mm-hmm. oh, you remember our names? Uh, Donnie right. and <laughs> Ronnie. Um, I, you know, so I, this is such a stupid move on my part. So yes. when I was talking about Mattress Mac fighting with fans in Philly, I said that he went to the Sheets. Uh, with the fans, but actually the saying is, "Go to the mattresses." Yes. So I don't know how I messed up that. That was such a perfect saying. Yeah. That mattress oh, Mac went to the mattresses. Oh well. With the Philly fans, but yeah, I I messed that one up. Um, I I thought I might have a department correction on the number of banks per country in talking about all banks being U.S. and Canadian, but I think. <laughs> I think by far the the U.S. and the the U.S. has the most banks. I, I I can't figure it out. I don't know if it's number of banks or bank franchises. Mm. I couldn't figure it out. You're missing all like the Swiss banks and all the Caribbean the Bahamas. offshore shit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, missing out on all the good ones. Oh yeah. How could you There's ever find out? A lot of governmental money in those. I I get myself on the same watch list as Stephen if I try to figure that out. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Um, Mark, you had mentioned that the Houston Open um, was hosted at Memorial in the 50s and 60s, which is correct, but it was not the Shell Houston Open at the time. That wasn't until uh, 1992. And then you also mentioned that the Cowboys won in 94, 95 when we were talking about the Bills. My research shows 93, 94, which is still... Still pretty close and still heartache for the Bills. But um, how many Super Bowls have they won since then? Who? <laughs> Cowboys? Yeah. As, they've won as many Super Bowls as I have since then. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay. That's, yeah. Zero. Maybe this year. Man, yeah. There's always next year. All right. That's it for this week. Wow. Wow, indeed. All right, well, let's go ahead and wrap it up with some local knowledge. I'm going to start with the old man. What are your thoughts for the week? Thoughts for the week, uh, getting prepped for Thanksgiving week. Uh, Two things. Normally, I don't take off the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday because it's a perfect time Mm. of work because everybody's gone. And it's a time to get caught up. Um, And it's very productive, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But this year, change of plans. I'm taking it off. 
So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I, I hope everybody's getting some time off to hang out and get away from work. Um, that's, that's thought one. Second thought, Thanksgiving, the day of, uh, we didn't talk about it here, this, this, this podcast, but I can't stress the side items enough. Uh, it's a critical, critical, uh, uh, of, of critical importance for the success of Thanksgiving meal. Uh, don't underestimate the casseroles, a lot, lot of good stuff going on there. Uh, don't underestimate the need for cheese trays, relish trays. Yes, I'm old enough to know what a relish tray is. It doesn't just mean relish. Um, also the dips. I need solid dips. Um, I need quesos. I need little smokies. I need um, the French onions. I'm just saying, guys, this is the culinary. This is the week. Uh, maybe pair that with Christmas. But this is the week of the year where you get to put on the stretchy pants, the comfortable clothes, and just go to town on the food. Uh, I'm excited about it. My mom, who hosts, and my brother generally also will host something too, already has the menu. Mm. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, and we get to, you know, add, add, remove, critique things that we want, things that we want added, taken off. Um, first, I don't take anything away, I always keep it all. Uh, <laughs> second, I add, um, Anyway, I, just important week to take some time off, reflect, um, dare I say, cherish your loved ones. Uh, also, cherish the food. Uh, brilliant time for food. Love the sides. Love all the things that go along with it. Uh, really looking forward to a, a week of, of family and friends and food. That's me, local knowledge. Amen. Maybe throw in a... Throw in a little buffalo chicken dip, maybe some oh. shrimp cocktail, oh. maybe uh, jalapeno poppers. Yes, all of the above. And then uh, I'm I'm gonna be making my uh, world famous peanut butter pie, Oreo peanut butter pie. So oh, wow. maybe send a picture, picture of that. that. I need a picture. Yeah. Uh, Mark, are you still planning to uh, give me a little ring when you're at the liquor store picking out your bottle of bourbon? Oh yeah, yes. oh yeah, oh, I am right. definitely. All right, All right. Oh, that's that's. What's the plan. wrong? Never, I've never, I've never led you astray, and I won't. Never, ever, never, never once. That's probably yeah. That's probably a better option than listening to a guy with a cart full of expensive whiskey. <laughs> okay, you know what? And it was it was mezcal, and you know what? Uh, won't happen again uh, yeah i wouldn't do it either all right what do you got steven you know i just um gosh i got a lot of thoughts it's been an interesting uh week there's a lot going on in our country i'll, I'll uh i think everybody knows my thoughts on that <laughs> um okay I'll, I'll go back to you know the nostalgic you know, part, it's it, it just it, being back somewhere like that. It, it's worth it. It's fun. You know, so, um, gosh, I don't know. I really want to go to the country part. Anyways, I'll, I'll stick with the nostalgia. Okay. Uh, go back, live in the moments, uh, live in the past a little bit, have fun. What about Aspen coffee? Oh yeah. We didn't get the flavor country, but yes, that was that was one of the highlights as well because I was expecting the little flavor country topic there, uh, but yeah, Aspen Coffee, beautiful little downtown shop, 
here's the best part <laughs> is in the morning we went to the downtown shop got the granita started off with cold right uh even though it was frigid outside it wasn't really mm. good on the hands uh started with the granita kelly uh got hot hot coffee uh in the evening when we go to leave that was the last stop right we go to the downtown location it closes because of the game they 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 stop open until a little bit after the game when they get mm. you know the workers back from the game here's what we had to do i called the one on fountain square mike oh, it was i knew it we went square. to the fountain square location old faithful and they hooked us up some hot coffee to warm our innards and get some caffeine to drive back to Dallas. So Aspen Coffee coming in clutch twice. Oh, what I'd give to have one close. Shout out. I don't Aspen. know. Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't just go to the original location in the first place. Like Fountain well, Square is where it's at. No, 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 no. Downtown is Main Street is where it's at. I'll agree. Better location. Okay. It's it's old school. I don't want to go yes. to the new school. Anybody can create new school. You can't create old school. <laughs> History. Yeah. Well, well, I'll agree with you there. So I'm I'm headed back to uh head back to Michigan next week. So that's um a lot of history there heading up to my sisters and parents and nieces and nephews coming in. So um I'm looking forward to that. I hope there it's going to be frigid temps. I saw some of the lows were in the teens. Um, maybe be a little bit of snow, but uh, yeah, hunker down, play your favorite board game, card game, spend some time with the family, eat a little bit. Um, so that uh, we usually like to play a little indoor tennis too. I guess just to, just to try to. Um, <laughs> Bend off okay. the calories. How how high? Like, you mean like indoor uh, tennis? Hold on a second. Like ping pong? Are you talking like you guys are? Uh, you guys are like uh, oil magnates here and have an indoor tennis court. Well, no, it's it's affiliated with the unit with the university there. Um, oh, okay. just you go to, to a, yeah. a gymnasium. Yeah, it's not will. in the backyard. Okay. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. They're pretty yeah. low dollar. Although low dollar. Yeah. Uh, pickleball, you could probably play that in your garage now, um, if you so choose. Um, I saw, yeah, so Stephen and I, big proponents here of shortening the work week. Um, mm. The U.S. still hasn't done much about that. But I did see that there was a Chick-fil-A uh, that had been piloting a three-day work week. And so apparently they had like, you know, bukus of uh, new applicants once they um, – you know, offered that to potential workers. Uh, I think it's like 14 hour shifts for those three days. And apparently they've had a hundred percent retention um, since, wow. they've, since they've gone to that. So uh, yeah, we, we got to do something about that because these weekends are too short and uh, life's too short. And uh, as Stephen would say, uh, figure it out. Um, yeah. I think you should, I think you should run on that, Stephen. You should, mm -hmm. you should run for office on the, on the shorter work week. Um, and then there's, uh, there's some crazy stuff going on here, um, with the crypto, uh, I, you know, I don't pretend to know what the heck's going on there. I just know that I, you know, I'm sort of a fan of the original big time scam, uh, which was Enron. 
um, and, and the conspiracies and all that kind of stuff. And uh, it, oh, if you don't know and you want a little light reading, you can look up the uh, the linkage between 9-11 and Enron. But, um, you know, there and then, of course, there was Madoff and then there was uh, with like Epstein and then this Theranos stuff. And it's just mm. like I'm just like this stuff can't happen again. Right. And then this guy, SBF, I don't know what that stands for. I don't know if he's still alive. Apparently he's gone to the Bahamas, but uh, man, this is some kind of like Hollywood caper. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I can't wait to see the, uh, the Netflix documentary on, on this thing. Um, It is deep and thick. It is deep and thick. That's all I got to say. It is crazy. Yes, it is. Sounds like a huge house of cards there, but um, Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, uh, I'll just round out with something positive, definitely in the holiday spirit here. Um, you know, my, uh, my old pappy always used to say, make it a great day. Mm-hmm. Make it a great day. Take the reins. Make it a great day. Make it a good rest of the week. Um, you know, he always used to say, be happy you have a job because there's other people that uh, may not. <laughs> May not be so lucky. So every every time I said, "Hey, I'd rather be retired or not working," he said, "You know what? Why don't you just be thankful you got a job?" So, um, good advice, and I'm sure mm-hmm. you know SBF be happy with with that right now. But um, anyway, oh, he's sitting on a lot of money, Mike. Oh, he's happy not to have a job. You're fine. He's fine. Okay. You don't think old he's... Bill's closing in on him, do you? No, no. Here's the thing. He's protected. He's protected until he starts to talk, and then. He's going to get Clinton-sided. Calling it now. Just wait. He's good until he talks. Anyways, I didn't mean to ruin the uh, the nice closing. Some kind of caper. But, uh, yep. All right. Well, hopefully we'll get a chance to connect, even if it's it's just shortly, to maybe have a a quick pod on on Thanksgiving food or our our Thanksgivings or something. But uh, if not, hope everyone... Has a great Thanksgiving. Enjoys the uh, the long four day weekend. Enjoy the family. Cherish the loved ones. That's going to do it. Another one in the books. Thanks everyone for joining. Weekend at Berkman's. Hope you have a, a great week. Uh, we'll see you next week. Take care.